Well, hello and welcome to this episode of More Like Him, a podcast about everyday moments with God. Today, I am thrilled to be interviewing my friend, Amy McKenzie. Amy and I first met when I started working as part of the uh, team at Glenmore Park and Mulgoa Anglican Church. And it was just a friendship that I feel like, well, it didn't feel new. It never felt new. It just felt like we'd been friends forever. And it's fabulous sharing life with Amy. Amy's a mom and a teacher, and she has three wonderful kids. She's married to Chris, who is also wonderful. Amy is kind-hearted. She is hilarious. She also loves cheese and coffee and tea and having a good chat. She is like my inspiration for intermittent fasting because she's just nailed it so well, and it's been such an encouragement to me. But today, we're not here to talk about any of that. We're here to hear about her journey with God. So thanks for being here with us, Amy. Oh, that's okay. That was a bit of a fancy intro. (laughs) Thank you. All lovely things. I want people to feel like they can know you as well in the time they've got. (laughs) So Amy, let's jump straight into it. How did you come to know who Jesus was? So grew up in going to church, Christian mom, not Christian dad. That was interesting at home, but went to church every Sunday and I always knew like who Jesus was and, you know, God's son. Um, I knew all the Sunday school answers. I loved going to Sunday school. And then it was probably more in high school. You know, you have to start making decisions for yourself and I didn't get forced to go to church. I had to choose if I wanted to. Mm. Yeah. And I wanted to keep going and... It was really good and I'm super thankful for my mum for being a huge example (laughs) because she just encouraged me to, yep, you're either committing to it or you're not. I was like, yeah, I want to be here. So I kept going to church and doing all the things, um, not Sunday school, creche, helped with creche and then started on the music team. And then I went on a camp in year seven and was... Oh, what's the word? Um, general revelation. Is that what it's called? <laughs> we went to the Blue Mountains and just seeing this amazing scenery, which I don't think I'd ever been, I don't know, at an age where I could remember. And we got woken up super early in the morning, grumbling, walking up this mountain and seeing this sunrise. And it was just amazing. And I just remember in that moment being like, of course God is real. Like, wow, this is who God is. And mm. if this if this is what he can do, then everything else he's said he's done must be true, including Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I, I feel like that was my moment. But And, of course, things went up and down throughout high school, yeah, and just kept making that commitment. And, yeah, yeah that was it. <laughs> so, so obviously being confronted by the, the majesty of God's creation and mm-hmm. seeing it in that moment, something in there happened and, all the things you already knew from going to church and Sunday school and watching your mom and talking with her came together in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. We, and then we sang, um, Jesus loves me <laughs> and this is up in the mountains and it was the rap one. So it was like a bit cool for year seven. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was like super emotional singing this kid song <laughs> and I was like, wow. It's, yeah. It was really cool. They're amazing moments where you, you feel like you're doing something that's so normal. Like you're just going for a walk, right? Yeah. And going for a walk outside and then there's this moment of realisation and it all means so much more. 
So it doesn't surprise me there were tears while you're singing <laughs> this kid's song that you'd known for years and years and years and probably sung hundreds mm-hmm. of times before. Yeah. Does that mean that nature continues to play that kind of role for you? Yeah, definitely. Um, especially with my husband being a science teacher and he loves to just explain every little detail yeah. <laughs> about things and yeah, he, keeps, he shows me flowers and like every intricate little bit of the flower and he's like, isn't this amazing? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, cool. Let's keep walking. But um, <laughs> yep. yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. I remember the first time I heard about just all the details of the biology that need to work for us to be able to live and how for each new baby born, even just one cell different and that baby wouldn't be able to sustain life. It's, it is amazing. God's creative yeah. power is, well, it's unmatchable, right? Yeah. In yeah. every no. sense of the word. So then, like he's died and went up. <laughs> yes, very true. So what was the thing then that needed to change for you as you were in that moment and you needed to, I guess, put your life into that relationship with God? Mm. I guess following on from where I, you know, decided to get, commit to being part of church and not just going and my whole mind heart set had to change about why I was doing the things I was doing. And that's something I've really had to grow in. Um, like I, you know, on all the rosters doing all the things. And um, at first it was like, I just did it because that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. But really my heart, then really changed. I was like, why am I doing this? I want to serve people because God has given us so much. And I really get a joy out of doing that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah. So how has this change then affected your whole life going forward? Mm, I think um, I've always been a big people pleaser. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I want people to like me. I want to do the right things and say the right things. I am always doubting myself, (laughs) which lots of people do. And I think it's knowing that God loves me no matter what. He doesn't care about my words being proper and great. (laughs) He just wants me to serve and love wholeheartedly and know that I am all his. (laughs) So that's really, really having that in my heart has really, yeah, just helped me to just continue on just loving and serving and hopefully being a shining light (laughs) for Jesus. Yeah. Having that understanding definitely takes so much pressure off everything being perfect as well. Mm. Mm -hmm. Because we know we can never be perfect, but there's this inward, you know, desire, as you say, to please other people and and to get it right. So if you're going to give yourself completely to serving God, then yeah, you have to come to a place where you're okay with also failing sometimes. Yes. Yes. Which I'm definitely learning a lot. (laughs) Having too many things on your plate, often you're going to drop one of them. So yeah. Yeah. And and the people pleasing thing also comes hand in hand often with not being great at saying no, because you don't want to let people down. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're speaking common language here. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So you're someone who likes to serve and you like to love people in whatever way you can and the opportunities you go. How have you seen uh, God work through your life then since? So one of my favorite verses is and always has been Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. 
Trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. <laughs> and that's just always been in my mind, that verse. And whenever I have a moment in life where there's a decision to be made or something like that, I just, I, I don't seem to stress about it. Like there's the obvious stresses, but I just, I just know that God's got the plan and it's, it's going to be okay. And even if it's not okay in my mind, it's, it's what he wanted in his mind. And so, yeah, I've definitely seen God, seen his handprint, footprint (laughs) all through my life. And yeah, particularly in my working life, which has been random um, right from being a teenager. And I just, God was there in every opportunity. So you know, my first job, I worked as a cleaner with my best friend and we cleaned offices together and it just kind of was great and then flowed really naturally into the baker's delight because I had a nice smile. <laughs> I was shopping with my mom. He's like, hey, you've got a good smile. Want to work here? Okay. <laughs> um, and it was all just perfect timing. And so, you know, I could, I did the shifts I needed to around uni and things like that. And everything just, yeah, working stuff has always worked out. When I finished uni I got a job like two days after I got back from my end of uni Europe holiday because that's Mm -hmm. what you do and yeah this job just kind of fell in my lap and like I know that doesn't happen that doesn't happen to a lot of people and so I'm just really thankful I've never had to worry yeah had this amazing job and then had kids and then I just kind of floated back into doing teaching and it's just happened really nicely and I've never had to worry about it um, yes. So that's just, yeah, one particular aspect in my life where I'm like, yeah, God is all over this. <laughs> yeah. How do you help yourself remember that it's God doing those things and, you know, outworking his plan and not just, I guess, slip into that danger of taking for granted that, you know, it's just all good and you don't need to do anything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to bother applying for jobs. They'll just come to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah no. Um, I think knowing how God works and that he definitely has a plan for everybody. But it's up to me to make sure that, you know, I'm listening to God and looking out for things that he's putting in my life. Another one of my favourite verses, um, be still and know that I'm God. Psalms, Um, And just, yeah, spending that time praying and listening and, and bringing issues to him. And, yeah, that's really helpful to know that it's not me planning my life out um, and like giving it to God, knowing that he's going to take hold because I've asked him to and not just throwing it up in the air and wishing for the best. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's really important because it's not blind faith. Not at all. We know we can see the evidence. We know the God we're trusting. So it's never blind faith. We're just jumping into, you know, free fall. Mm. Is this something you talk about with your kids as well and uh, something you encourage them to keep just trusting each step to God and thanking him as you see answers? Yeah, yeah, definitely, especially as we navigate life as family (laughs) Um, and committing to things and, you know, this is why we're going to church because we want to do this and because God loves us and we want to share God's love with other people. Um, Mm. Yeah, and just... Yeah, we, we never talk about like being worried about money and things like that. We try and like even if things are tight at times, we still give generously and show our kids that yeah, God's in God's got us and He's looking after us and yeah. 
What is your greatest joy in being a Christian? I think, that's a good question. <laughs> my greatest joy, I think just knowing that like God is in my corner and I can just relax knowing that like going on what we're talking about, I can be so relaxed, not super relaxed, <laughs> knowing that my path is planned yeah, and that I am his and he chose me and I know where I'm going. I know who I live for and yeah, just knowing that he's not going to leave my side. I can be the worst person and he will forgive me over and over. I can make mm. so many mistakes and I just know that he keeps on loving his people. Mm. Yeah. So it, evidence in the Bible, like going back, reading right from Genesis and you just see all the mistakes over and over and over again. And you think you're crazy people. And then I look at my life and I'm like, Oh, I do the same. Yeah. <laughs> I said, sorry for this last week and I'm doing it again. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just know that he forgives me. And I think, yeah, just knowing, knowing that God's on my side and he is working for me, he's not yes. going against me. Yeah. He wants what's best for me and my family. And yeah, that brings me great joy. Great answer, Amy. Thanks. (laughs) You've already mentioned a couple of verses that you love. And here we are again at the question of, do you have a favorite verse or a different one you want to share with us um, that you lean on when things are hard maybe, or just that you carry with you all the time? Yeah. So yeah, the one, the two I said earlier, the trust in the Lord with all your heart and be still and know that I'm God. I've probably got one more verse that is particularly our family verse and we have it on our wall right near our dinner table and it's Joshua 1 verse 9. Yeah. Be strong and courageous, do not be terrified. Lord, your God will be with you wherever you go. So, yeah, that's one we talk about with our kids every night and they have races to see who can say it the fastest. And <laughs> all, all three of them have it memorised and it's just really nice and we talk about what it means to be courageous and yeah, and, and that God is, is with us wherever we go, no matter where we live or what church we go to or who our friends are at school. Mm. Um, yeah, that, yeah, we can always lean on God. <laughs> yeah, there's that constancy that you can completely trust. I bet that's been a huge encouragement the last, what, two years of COVID, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. So you mentioned that you talk about what it means to be courageous with your kids. What is it that you guys talk about? Just, I guess, like what it means to be brave and strong and not being worried about what people say about you or if you don't play with the right friends that day. This is the life stage we're in at the moment. Like this yeah. friend didn't want to play with me. But just, um, yeah, and having the the courage and to be brave to talk to new people when we go to church and things like that yeah so kind of like stepping out in faith Mm. uh, that god's got it and also trusting god in the new seasons or the challenges yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. that sounds really helpful because as you say your stages in life will change and so the way you need to apply it changes Mm. yeah for sure so a great continual conversation cool if you were going to give one piece of encouragement to someone who doesn't know Jesus yet, what would it be? Um, I really have to think about this one, but I think what really stood out to me is that it's okay to not know all the answers and all the smart people stuff about <laughs> that lots of Christians seem to just naturally have. Yeah. Yeah. And just you just need to know that, like, God's got you in his sights and, like, you are 
in his mind and he has a plan for you um, and you are here and where you are right now for a purpose. It might not be what you want or where you thought you'd be, but you are definitely where you are for a purpose and God has that purpose planned for you. And no matter how much you stuff up and make mistakes, he's going to keep on forgiving you and love you. I think that sounds like an amazing place for people to start. And, and, and the, you know, the smart stuff and all that, the wordy stuff, like it will come if you want it to, you can research and learn, but yeah, just reading a Bible and you learn so much from God, just from reading the Bible. You don't have to know all the important ins and outs. That's, that's other people's jobs to teach you that. <laughs> and it's not an instant thing. It's a lifelong journey. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. I still have so, so much to learn. I, I am learning new things every day and yeah, I'm super thankful. What do you do when you get to a place where you feel like you should have an answer, but you don't? Hmm. Um, like, do you mean in, if someone asked me a question or something or in yeah. my life? Oh, yeah. well, both, both, I guess. Hmm. So I guess just, yeah, knowing it's okay not to know the answer and it's kind of good because then it makes me think, oh, I need to, I need to go and find out. And I know there is, sometimes there are no answers. <laughs> That's a hard part. I've been leading a Bible study and sometimes some crazy questions come up and I'm very open and I just say, I, I don't know. We can go and find out together. We can ask some people that might know. Mm. <laughs> Sometimes God doesn't want to reveal everything to us. And, yeah, that can be tricky to tackle as well. Absolutely. Actually, this past week at church, we had a talk on exactly this. On Well, we're, we're talking about faithfully following Jesus. And this week it was particularly about the fact that God's in control. So all the stuff you've been talking about. <laughs> but... Yes. The main verse that I came away as like my memory verse for the week is Deuteronomy 29, 29, which says the secret things belong to the the Lord, our God, but the things revealed belong to us and to our children forever that we may follow all the words of the law. So there are some things that we won't know because they're God, but the things that he does tell us, they are ours and ours to share with others. So, yeah, that can be a hard thing because I don't know that I grew up believing that there were things I wouldn't know. I think Mm. I grew up, maybe I assumed that I could know everything and understand everything once I became a Christian. Yeah, or like, I'm an adult now. You know, I'm I'm responsible for all these children. Surely I should have all of the answers and know everything. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. No, 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 no. And it's so comforting when someone says that, right? When they say, you don't actually have to have all the answers. Mm. Like, we're all still going to have moments where we're like, oh my goodness, we have a, a pipe leaking at our house. I'm going to ring my mum and ask what to do. Yes. I still have to Google how long to boil an egg for to get it at the right <laughs> consistency. I have no idea. If anyone has any boiling egg secrets, let me know. <laughs> I just know that you either go five minutes or 10 minutes. I don't does the water, do you put it in cold water or in hot water? And do you add salt to the water? Oh, gosh. I didn't even know all those things were questions to ask. Oh, there's all sorts of things. Oh, man. I now need to learn about boiling eggs. This is great. <laughs> it's all right. And that the secret things belong to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. we don't need to know how to boil eggs properly. Oh, mm. my. Yeah, maybe we do. 
Okay. So learning to trust God and having confidence knowing that he has plans for your life and he has it under control. How has this understanding helped you to be more like God? Mm, I I struggle <laughs> with the whole like being like God because like we cannot be like God, but to be more like Christ and yes. all of those oh, fruits of the spirit, like I want to be loving and peaceful and patient. I want all those things. And the more I'm learning about God and yet knowing he's in control and that I can, I can work on those things, those fruits of the spirit. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I know that God works in amazing ways. And if, if I think, oh, I'm so not a patient person, I know that he can help me be patient. I just need to ask him and mm. he's going to help me because mm. he wants what is good for me. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's that's how I can be. Con- con- it's not going to happen. Like it's, it's not going to happen overnight. I'm, not, I'm never going to be perfectly a little, little Jesus. But, um, yeah, uh, him working in me daily and I can be striving to love others as he has loved us. Absolutely. And you're right. Like we're never going to be a finished product this side of heaven, but uh, he certainly does call us to be more and more like Jesus in the way that we live and we love others and we honor him and yeah, it's a continual journey. So even in, even trusting him, I'm sure that there's times where things come to you and, and it is harder to trust that he's in control because these are really big things or really close and scary to your heart. But um, it's, it's a great blessing that God has given you this, this gift of seeing who he is. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing with us today, Amy. It has been so good to hear about how God made himself real to you And some, only some, I know there's many more ways that God's worked in and through you in your life. If there was one thing you're going to leave us with today, what would it be? Just one like key thought. Just don't let all the little worries build up. (laughs) They'll get sorted. Yeah. Try not to worry about everything and just let God have it. (laughs) That sounds like a very good, good plan. Well, thanks again, Amy. Thanks for having me. And to everyone who's listening, thanks for being with us. I hope you've been encouraged by Amy's story about how she came to know who Jesus was and also how that's continued to impact her life in little and big ways each and every day. Until next time, take care.